0: Thank you for listening to Christ Alone Podcast, where we believe that Jesus lived, died, and resurrected according to the scriptures.
1: Our hope is that God can bless you through this week's episode.
0: All right, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to. Angie Ann Stevens' podcast.
1: Cry Alone, Alone podcast. Man, that sounds so much better when I'm singing it with you than when you're singing it by yourself.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you.
1: Man. No, I'm just kidding. Right. That was a great episode yeah, last week. Um, Amen. If, praise if, God. Insert uh, applause here. Um, but I liked it.
0: Awesome. Well, praise God for that. Um, welcome back, everybody god bless you and you you too welcome back
1: thank you thank you i apologize for my absence like my brother mentioned been doing uh last week i was doing wedding stuff so um i found my wedding dress praise the lord amen
0: all right so today we're just gonna jump in and finish james and um as we're finishing james um i'm gonna ask the listeners to uh, suggest what book they want us to jump into next. If not, I guess we'll just...
1: Should we not just go into second, James?
0: <laughs> um, if not, we'll just, uh, you know, we'll pick a book. But we'd like to, you know, get the audience feedback and see what they they want to jump into. All right, so, uh, James 5. Do you want to read it or you want me to?
1: i read it. All right. All
0: right. Just Uh, stop at, stop at, um, six. six, Yeah.
1: Come now, you rich weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted and your garments are moth eaten Your gold and silver have corroded and their corrosion will be evidence against you and will eat your flesh like fire. This doesn't sound good. (laughs) Um, you have laid up treasure in the last days. Behold, the wages of laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, are crying out against you, and the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the righteous person. He does not resist you.
0: Amen. So here, just some context, James is talking to the wealthy landowners of the region of Galilee and you know they were more concerned with um, earning their you know increasing their profits than they were with you know being just in paying their wages out accordingly to their workers and so because of their treatment um, a lot of them died Yeah, it, it reminds me of a uh, this Christmas story that I saw on Netflix um, this week, Scrooge, A Christmas Carol, but the Netflix version, and it's more, it's it's a lot like the Jim Carrey one, A Christmas Carol, but it's like um, more for children, because mm-hmm. I feel like the Christmas Carol that uh, Jim Carrey did was um, a little bit more adult, and so this was not as um, scary, because I watched it with braylon who's three so anyways um you know as he's going through you know christmas past present and, and future um you know he's uh going through you know all the different times that you know that he's you know been good and bad and so he's learning from the ideas that he's learning from it and um there's a there's a moment where um because you know Scrooge he only cares about profit and so at one point um the ghost of christmas future is showing him like look you're so you're so concerned with your money and all of that and yourself that it affected other people around him and so some had to close their business some you know some died um and so it was kind of just bringing to heart that he is he affected that because of the way that he was. And if he didn't change, you know, he's gonna go to the grave, uh, affecting all of these lives negatively. And so um, anyways, it's a, it's a great movie, but um, that's what that reminds me of. So
1: um, it reminds me of the um, time Jesus said that it's harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God than it is for camel to enter through the eye of a needle. Yeah. Um and so I think uh we've said this but um it's easy to point and and look at people who are famous and rich um and you know point at them and say hey this is who the bible is talking about but when we look at America when we look at ourselves we are wealthier than a, a vast majority of the earth's population um and so we have to I think looking at this we have to look at ourselves and see what what is it outside of god that we are giving um, what are the material things that we are giving value to that are, that we're putting in priority before God, because all that is going to rot away, you know, the money that we're trying to, um, save up the, the things that we're trying to buy, it's all going to rot away. Um, or I mean, it's going to happen. And then also at the same time, we put so much value in these things and then uh, with the way technology and just how life works, something better comes out. And then we throw whatever that thing was that we really wanted away. Now we want the new one and we're never satisfied. Um, and so it's important to find our, our satisfaction in the Lord. Um, and I think as you get older, you just think a lot more about finances. You know, how to pay the bills, but also how to um, save up enough money. And, and it's it's a lot of our lives become centered around money. Um, and I just think we need to be careful of that.
0: Yeah. And uh, it reminds me also of the the rich man who, um, he says that he's kept all the commandments and Jesus tells him, well, go now, <laughs> give away your riches. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking to his heart because um, it, it, that was very important to him. And yeah. he, he walked away sad that that was, that was what was needed. Um, also, um remember James is talking to Christians specifically you know people that are born again and he says here in verse 3 that your gold and silver have corroded right and their corrosion will be evidence against you and will eat your flesh like fire in other words you and he says you have laid up treasure in the last days because he starts the first verse with saying, "Hey, you're, you you weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you," basically said he's saying, "You're so focused on your well increasing your wealth, and you're so focused on yourself that all you're doing is, you know, you're digging your own graves, so to speak, your own mm-hmm. eternal spiritual grave, because this is going to corrupt your heart." If you don't change, this is going to ruin your eternity and you're going to end up, you know, outside of the presence of God.
1: I think the most, maybe not insane, but the scariest verse is verse five, the second part of five, um, says you have fat in your hearts in a day of slaughter because you have focused on all these things that are, uh, luxurious and, you know, self selfish. Um, so you've. You've basically prepared yourself for the day of wrath. Um, that's the kind of idea behind that. Um and so I I think aside from um the issue of being rich and, and being focused on the self is that in this case, not only are they rich, but it, it is um they they're getting rich by frauding but by, by frauding, by defrauding. By defrauding others. Yeah. Um and by you know, sp sin, basically sinning against others, um, that they may that they, they might have more money.
0: And yeah, and here's another insight too. That's that this is telling us. It's saying that the the people who are being defrauded, who are considered righteous because they've also been born again, they are praying against you, and you know, they're they're um they're praying against you, and their prayers, it says here uh they're crying out against you and their cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the lord so uh again going back to kind of wrapping this section up is you're you know you're reaping you're going to reap what you're sowing now
1: right so all right so the next session, section goes uh verse 7 be patient therefore brothers until the coming of the lord see how the farmer awaits and you have seen the purpose of the lord how the lord is compassionate and merciful but above all my brothers do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath let your yes be yes and your no be no so that you may not fall under condemn- condemnation
0: um there's a lot here uh, uh um yeah there's there's a lot here um i'm trying to figure out what i want to what what i want to to focus (laughs) on
1: let's start with verse seven be patient therefore brothers until the coming of the lord see how the farmer awaits for the precious fruit of the earth being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains
0: yeah so you know we've been told throughout scripture that you know when you're born again your life doesn't necessarily get easier Uh, it doesn't mean that you're immune to suffering, immune to tragedy, immune to anything that anyone else can go to just because you believe and follow Christ. Um, but what this is saying is that if you, you know, if you're in if you're patient, then, you know, that is going to, you know, pay out in the end, so to speak. Um, it'll be for your benefit. Um, you'll appreciate it that much more. Right. Um, I was,
1: so today I was, I was trying to tell you about it and I don't, I know you said you didn't sleep well (laughs) last night, but, um, so I was reading in John, I want to say it's John 10, I believe. Um, it's the one where Lazarus is sick. And so uh, his friends or someone goes to tell Jesus, listen, he's sick and you need to come. Um, but the verse, basically the two verses say, um, Jesus loved uh, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed, Jesus stayed where he was for two more days. And I just been, I, I read those verses and I thought that just God is really, really funny. Um, and probably John is really funny as well, because it's, it's just this, this idea that, um, you hear that, uh, your friend is sick and typically you would, think that Jesus would respond in going right away but be, it says because he loved him he decided to stay <laughs> where he was for two more days and so i think that's hilarious and beautiful at the same time um because we see that also happen in our daily lives that we go through a hard time you know like we're saying as christians as um born again, born again, Christians, we're still gonna go through a hard time. You know, sometimes we think, hey, once I accept Jesus, it's gonna be easy, but it's not like you're still in you're still in the flesh, you're still on this earth. um, And so things are still gonna be tough, you know, whatever that struggle um, might be, um, whatever it is that uh, you might be praying for, and it's not being answered right away. Sometimes God, because he loves you, he's gonna wait those two more days because he loves you, he's going to wait a little longer. Um, because in that time he's, uh, he's doing something with your character. Um, you know, it was, it's interesting because our, uh, pastor was preaching on that today. Um, and she was saying how, you know, she was talking a bit about her testimony and I loved it because, um, she was saying her sentence started off as God is so good that he allowed me to get sick. Like that was the sentence. And I'm like, that's, beautiful that Mm -hmm. you know that she's she's able to see it that way and that's that's how god wants us to see it uh sometimes and sometimes we just see it the negative way we just say god why would you allow this why haven't you answered why why um why does it feel like you're not here and it's like he's there he's just doing something in the waiting um that we just we just can't we don't we don't typically see right away until he finally takes us through it and we're like okay god i see what you were doing there
0: yeah and um that's that's i like that you said that because that you know we go through that i think initially our our tendency is to kind of lose faith or to be shaken you know our faith be shaken by it because you know from our perspective when we pray we expect God to answer our prayers. You know, when I call you on the phone, I expect you to answer. And, you know, we also live in a society where it's the microwave society where yeah. we, want, we expect things to be done right away, faster than normal. And that, that kind of bleeds into our faith a little bit. And um, that happens. I mean, that happens. And, and James gives us the example of Job. He says, you've heard of the steadfastness of Job and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Like with the story of Job, we see that Job still questions God. Like, God, why do you allow this to happen? Why, what have I done? You know, like he thinks, am I being punished? What's going on? Yeah. And not one time does God come down and tell Job why yeah. he's suffering. And I think a lot of times, we expect an answer because we do expect answers in life, right? Um, we, you know, we struggle with that. And so we think God's not working. God's not listening. God, you know, I, I, and like for, in my case, like the last couple of weeks, I have to like, remember, like, I have no reason to doubt or or, or to distrust God or his word. And he's, he's promised He's promised to use everything for the good of those that love him. So I have to trust in that because up until this point, God has been faithful. We see it throughout scripture from Genesis up until Revelation and forward. Like,
1: There's no book after Revelation.
0: <laughs> well, there's th- what comes after that we find <laughs> in the once we, we're uh, in his presence for eternity. But my point is... Up until now, everything that's been fulfilled has been fulfilled according to his promise and his promises. Like he, like things don't happen before God tells us what's gonna happen. That's that's the wonderful thing. Like he'll tell you this is gonna happen and that it happens. He doesn't tell you exactly when it's gonna happen. He just tells you it's gonna happen. And he might hint at how they might, you know, things might happen or begin to happen. And then it's up to us to really trust in him yeah. and search the scriptures and be in relationship with him so that yeah. when God wants to tell us something, gives gives uh, reveal some mystery of the scripture, we are attentive to it. Yeah. So.
1: And uh, I think it's important also to understand, and I don't know if this will be discouraging. Um, I hope it's not, but uh, like here it's talking about Hey, uh, being patient and and focusing on the coming of the Lord, right? Um, and I think it's important to realize that sometimes we might be praying for something and it might we might not see the resolution of that. Um, you know, it, you know whether it is you know God answers it after you know we've gone to sleep, you know after we've passed, or I don't know whatever it may be. I think sometimes. Um, the struggles in life points us to the fact that our redemption is being with him for eternity. Like, cause, cause I could lose, I could lose a family member and I could pray that God would bring them back and it won't happen. But if my, my focus is on, Hey, no, my redemption is near. Like I'm going to be with God for eternity. Um, like, uh, Paul says to the Thessalonians, like you don't have to, you don't have to be sad that that person has passed because you're going to see them again. If you know if they um, passed in believing in the Lord, then um, that gives us a bit of perspective. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, and also you know, keeping our focus on the Lord and His return is going to encourage us, um, and it's going to again remind us that, hey, he said he's coming back for us. He said he's coming back for his bride. Uh let's let's think about that and then let's, you know, again, keep our focus on Christ because nothing happens without him allowing it. Amen. Um all right, so so then uh the other thing too, he compares it being patient to to the farmers when they're, you know, they plant and they They can't speed the process. There's a process. They have to wait. Right. And then the fruit comes. Um, All right. And then he ends here, this section with, um, but above all, my brothers do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no so that you may not fall under condemnation. Thoughts?
1: I think it's... uh... (laughs) which I, I see the note here, but for me, it kind of seems like a random verse. <laughs> it's like, we're talking about uh, warning to the rich. We're talking about patience and suffering. Um, also don't swear or give an oath. Like it seems random. And if we look at, we both have the same uh, study Bible, but mm. uh, it says verse 12 it is not entirely clear how do not swear is connected to verses seven to 11. <laughs> <laughs> um, so even the, the commentator here, It's like, yeah, we don't know why that's, uh, why that's
0: there, but, um, but yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I guess, you know, um, pray about it because, you know, God will bring that to your heart whenever that's relevant.
1: I mean, do you understand how it ties into it?
0: I don't know how it ties into it. Okay. Um, with patience and suffering. I mean, he's warning the rich and... I think I think part of it might be hey you are a person who is born again who has committed your life to Christ live by that right live by that don't say that you you know you're going to give your life to Christ and then live for yourself don't say that you're going to pick up the cross and not pick it up you know don't right. say that you're going to Keep your heart and your focus on Christ, and not do that, because that's basically what these rich people were doing. Right. These wealthy Christians, they got they let the wealth corrupt them, and then they turn their hearts away and their and their focus away from Christ. And you know, I take that to mean, hey, you know, if you're say if you if you're gonna say you're gonna follow Christ, then actually follow him. Yeah, don't just say you're gonna follow him. That makes sense. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous person has great power as it is working. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again and heaven gave rain and the earth Bore its fruits, my brothers. If anyone among you wanders from the truth, and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings him back, whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering, will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Amen. And that pretty much brings the chapter to a close. But, um, you know, I sorry, I know you want to say something. Uh, but this, I read this last week when I was kind of going through my struggle and I, I read this after the fact, but, um, this, like I was struggling with trusting God. I was struggling with, you know, like my, like I mentioned, I had to pray for God to, you know, to increase my faith. Um, I had to pray for God to help me with that because, It just, like, I knew he was there, but it didn't feel like it. And I I really did not like that feeling where I was because I was scared to kind of fall into a dark place. So I was distrusting in God. And, you know, he says here that, number one, he says that we should confess our sins to one another. Uh, You know, I understand that to mean also our troubles because we are too you know, suffer with each other. Mm-hmm. And um that, like, God uses that to bring healing and to restore you because what happened to me was exactly that. Um I felt the weight of the world on me and, like, I couldn't breathe. And I had a friend call me and pray over me. And that, like, that got rid of all that. Amen. And so... You know, it says the prayers, the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working.
1: Mm.
0: Like, that's incredible. Like, hello, believer. Yeah. Talk to other believers. Talk to, talk to your community of your network of Christians yeah. and say, hey, I'm struggling here. Here's where I'm struggling. I need prayer like ASAP.
1: I think for me, the beautiful thing about that specific verse is that it says the prayer of a righteous person. And sometimes, um, we don't think about ourselves that way. And, you know, we always, as a Christian, we always encourage, you know, you have to be humble. Um, and then you have to make yourself less, put yourself last. And that's true. But at the same time, we have to understand that because uh, we believe in Jesus, um, and we when we come to the Father, we are that righteous person because we've traded places with Jesus. Um, and so to 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 think that, I think that that in itself is very humbling, but um, also understand that you need to have other people pray for you, but also your prayers matter and your prayers cause a difference because if you believe in Jesus, that he is your Lord and Savior, um, you are that righteous person. Um so I think that's that's very encouraging.
0: Amen. What's interesting too is that today's preaching touched on some of these verses. Right?
1: Yeah, she was um, all over James.
0: She, yeah, she uh five seventeen where uh, uh says Elijah was a man. So what what I think what James is trying to tell us here says Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain, and for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again and heaven gave rain and the earth bore its fruit. And so it's kind of taking us through this process. Number one, it's letting us know, hey, Elijah, as great of a prophet as he was, and as much power of God as he exercised, um, he was just like you. Yeah. And in other words, he's saying he didn't have access to any power that you don't have access to. Right. He 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 wasn't working with a different Holy Spirit it, it was the same it was the same Holy Spirit that was working through him that lives in us. Yeah. So um that's that's pretty awesome. Uh so he says, and he says your nature with a nature like ours, again, that's saying what I just what I just said, but um what what is our nature? Our nature as being born again is God. You know, we are made in the image of God. And now our nature is not to sin. Our nature is to be obedient to God, is to do the will of the Father. That is our nature. And it says that he prayed fervently that it might not rain, and then it happened. Yeah. So, you know, it's saying, hey, just like Elijah, you can also pray fervently, and God will make it happen.
1: Yeah. Amen. And I really like the the start of the this section because it basically, in essence, it's saying, "Hey, whatever's going on, come to God. Hey, are you suffering? Pray about it. Are you cheerful? Sing praise.
0: It covers all the bases. <laughs>
1: Is anyone among you sick? Uh, have pray pray for them. Um, yeah. and the prayer of faith, uh, will save the one who's sick. Yeah, it's in just other words, it's just pray. <laughs>
0: yeah, there isn't anyone that could read this passage and not feel like it. it doesn't apply to them yeah like anyone that reads this could say yeah i'm either suffering i'm happy or i'm sick yeah one of those three we're always in one of those three and no matter what uh we are to be praying
1: yeah
0: we are to be praying and to be and to be singing praise to the lord and so if you're sick it says let him call for the elders of the church and let him let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the lord like all right he makes a reference about the righteous person imagine having three or four of them
1: yeah
0: pray over you like if if one brother was able to pray over me a couple weeks ago and the lord answer that prayer and lift me up from there then imagine imagine if
1: two brothers two
0: brothers it. or three or four or right or five or six or seven or eight (laughs) or nine or ten (laughs) right like no just like really like it's like if you understand how um uh exponents work right it's it's rapid increase over a short amount of time that uh you know um taxes work that way um profit works that way all that works that way and 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 prayer is the same way it can exponentially increase the effect of that prayer over your life but the thing is is that i think a lot of times we are we have the tendency to not want to be vulnerable you know we have a tendency to keep it to ourselves we have a tendency to try and fix the situation ourselves yeah and you know we we're missing out we're missing out on a on a great blessing yeah. We're missing out on uh, creating stronger bonds with brothers and sisters. We're missing out on fellowship. We're missing out on an opportunity because, you know, it could have been, I don't, this is, I don't know that this is the case, but let's just say, let's just say that the brother who prayed over me, he was praying for opportunities to pray over brothers and sisters. Yeah. And he got my text and for him, that was God answering his prayer, Yeah. you know, and him praying over me, you know, that was God answering my prayer, you know? So again, uh, uh, it's, I don't know. God's ways can be mysterious, but sometimes they're so obvious that we miss them.
1: Yeah. Amen.
0: Yeah. So.
1: So that was James.
0: That was James. Yay.
1: Um you can <laughs> that sounded so genuine. Can,
0: <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to I don't want to well, I'm glad that we're done with James finally. I mean, five chapters took us
1: yeah, over a we month just had to some, complete. You know, things you know, been going on. A
0: lot of stuff going on.
1: Um so we thank you guys for joining us. You can find us at Christ Alone Podcast. All of our handles are sorry, no. christalonepodcast.com. All of our handles are christalonepodcast except for Twitter or X which is Christ Alone Pod. And our number
0: is 407-796-2881. Um, feel free to call us, text us, send, send us your questions, suggestions, prayer requests. Uh, don't forget that, um, you know, if you have a, a request for the next book that you want us to to study and get into, um, let us know before uh, before next week. I would say let us know before Friday um so that we can um try and prepare for that if not otherwise
1: it's gonna be revelation probably
0: (laughs) no otherwise i think i'm
1: kidding we'll see we're gonna pray about it we're gonna pray about it
0: yeah yeah we'll do Um, that
1: but we thank you guys we love you
0: don't forget also by the way thank you thank you thank you everyone that's been listening and leaving reviews yes thank you for that um that that has helped so thank you for that don't forget, uh, if you haven't, you can go to Apple Podcasts and write a review and uh, and help the podcast out that way.
1: Unless it's a bad review, then te- <laughs> tell us. Before Text you- us. Yeah, tell us why, <laughs> how can we improve, and then let's get you to five stars before <laughs> before,
0: <laughs> before you write a review. Decide. All right. But yeah.
1: All right, guys. God bless you. We love you. And, we- and if we don't see you next week.
0: We'll see you in the clouds. God bless.